Bokatov. We are continuing with Tehilim. We are in chapter Kuf uh, Tet Vav. Kuf Tet Vav 115. We did Kuf Yudalid last time. And according to the Radak, it may be that this, according to the Radak quotes the Chachamim, it may be that this Mizmor Kuf Tet Vav is actually continuation and one Mizmor with Kuf Yudalid, meaning it was a. He said in some Girsaot, they're actually not split into separate Mizmorim. Wow. It's actually uh, just one long Mizmor. I know we have 150 para, like, Parakim. Yeah, then maybe there's another one around. split somewhere else or something. Uh-huh. I don't know. There are, by the way, there are a few, there are a few like that. In, the in, the beginning, in the beginning of Tehillim, yeah. The first two. The first two they say are one. Okay. So, um, 114 was a Mizmor. It, it, honestly, I kind of see it. Because 114 is a Mizmor that speaks about how the world uh, or the earth is, trembles before HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and how the entire earth testifies to the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And then it kind of just abruptly stops. It says, One who turns a rock into a pool of water and flint into a, into a fountain of water. And that's it. That's like the last praise of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's no closing sentence to the Mizmor. It's, it's a very... Um, it's a very abrupt ending. It seems structurally the Mizmor has this kind of like doubling like effect. What, 114 or 115? Yeah, 114. So you'd think that like it ends there. And then Maybe. I'm just saying it, it's a little bit, of, it's not like, it doesn't end with the words like, Hallelujah, Selah. So uh-huh. like, it's, you know, some kind of a formal ending to the Mizmor. So it, it could make sense that, and then 115 also doesn't have like an opening, like Mizmor Letuda or Litabid Mizmor. Lolano Adonai. Okay, so what is Lolano Adonai? What is this Mizmor? We read it in the Hallel, of course, in the full Hallel, not in the, right? We read it in the, yeah, it's not in the short Hallel. It is, it's honestly a Mizmor that typifies the way of tefillah of Jewish people in times of tzara, in times of distress. If you look throughout the Tanakh, there's one theme that all of the leaders of Am Yisrael utilize in their tefillot, when we're talking about a national distress. This is done by Moshe Rabbeinu, it's done by David, it's done by Chizkiah, Melech, against Sancherib. And that is, please, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we are not asking for salvation for our sake, we're asking for, for the sake of your Kiddush Hashem, for the sake of Kiddush Hashem, for the sake of the respect that your name will garner, or the concern that your name will lose its respect. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's kind of the, the idea here in this Mizmor. Oh, one second. That's uh, the opening of this Mizmor is Lolanu Adonai Lolanu Kilshim Khatin Kabod. Don't save us, Hakalosh Baruch Hu, for us because we, do, we want for your name to have glory. For your kindness and for your truth. We want your, uh, the Kabod to be for your kindness and for your truth, for you, for, your, for the truth of your, uh, of your name and what it stands for. That's why we are praying. Why should the goyim say, where is their God? Why, why should you give the goyim the opportunity to say, ah, oh, their God is nowhere to be found? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, our God is in the heavens and he does whatever he desires. So it's not like there's any lack of ability on your part. So why do you give the goyim the ability to say that there's lack of ability on your part? Their gods, their idols, are silver and gold and they're the work of men. They form them on them a mouth, and they, these idols can't speak. And I am 
They have eyes and they can't see. They have ears and they can't hear. They have a nose and they can't smell. They have hands, they can't feel. And they have legs, they can't walk. And no utterance can come out of their throat. Why doesn't it say they have a garon and they can't, uh, they can't utter? They're like, you had a structure of the pasuk and then you broke it for the end. That's what I wondered for a while. What, what's the question? Like the structure is, they have a pair and they can't speak. They have eyes and they can't and see. And then it says, lo yagubi mm-hmm. at the end. Why is it saying, garon and they can't... Uh, garon laem velo it's probably, it's, I don't know, but it, poetically, it, it's, uh, maybe it just forms the, it just shows that that's the last. It's like, uh-huh. whenever you have a set of commas in English, and then on the last one, you put, uh-huh. and this, 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 and that. So uh-huh. maybe in the poetic form, you'll do, he, he's maintaining the form until the last example. Uh-huh. I don't know, maybe, I, I don't know the answer. Okay. Pazuchet, kemoem Let the ones who make them become like them, meaning... Deaf, mute, can't see, can't feel, can't walk. And anybody who puts their faith in them should become like them. Now, I see a little bit of like a, my personal midrash is that this is more, um, Rambam says that the person who is cholea nefesh, uh, he feels the matok mar and the mar matok, uh. and he can't, it, the, it ruins the person's ability to perceive reality properly. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you're on a little bit of a midrashic level, he prays that the one who serves Abodah Zarah should become like the Abodah Zarah and that they can't, they're ineffectual. But also you can see on a deeper layer, deeper level, the person who serves Abodah Zarah, they also lose their ability to perceive reality properly. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's like a, maybe a deeper way of understanding this tefillah in that it actually does come true. That when the person does do Abodah Zarah, they ruin their ability to perceive reality properly. Okay. I thought, I thought the Peshaw was that they should like cease to like they should die because just like our desires is inanimate they should also be inanimate could be oh. let's see those who are silent and lifeless like them so to yeah it's probably Peshat I guess I say I guess it's the same thing uh, they let them be inanimate um, because they just like what we described they have eyes and they can't see if the person is oh. dead they have eyes and they can't see Okay, Pasuk Tet. Israel Now Israel, as opposed to the Goyim, who make these idols and worship these idols, Israel puts their trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in Hashem. Ezra'amu He is their help and he is their shield. The house of Aharon, they put their trust in Hashem. He is their help and he is their shield. Now why is it splitting it up? I think it's for poetic effect. Right, it's showing how all the legions of the different types of Jews all within Am Israel have put their faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu and they all recognize that He is their shield and their protection. Those who fear Hashem, they trust in Hashem. He is their help and He is their shield. So, may Hashem who remembers us, that's how they translate that word, may Hashem who remembers us now bless us. So if... The goyim, they serve idols. They should be become like the idols. They should become lifeless like the idols. We Borei Olam, we serve, we serve Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and the God who remembers us should give us blessing. He should bless all the people that we just said. Put their faith in Him, right? He should bless 
the house of Israel, bless the house of Aaron. You should bless those who fear God, the young ones with the old. Yosef, Adonai, Alechem, 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 Hashem, increase your numbers, yours and your children's. You are blessed by Hashem. There's a very, very um, important pasuk in, in Midrash. Okay, the heavens, the heavens are for Hashem. I honestly don't know what the peshat of that pasuk is. Because they, they use it for like... A, like can physically change the world, but man can't obviously change shamayim. Of course, but what, is it, what does it mean? What is he trying to say? So the structure of the mizmor is... is don't save us for our sake. Save him for your name. Because the other goyim, they serve idols. Now we serve Hashem. So please, Hashem, bless us. Hashem should bless the house of Aaron. Hashem should bless the house of the fears of God. Those who are young, those who are old. And then the, the person, the author of the Mizmor now turns to the people that he's talking to. And he says, you are all blessed to Hashem. In like a vote, in all of a sudden, this, this uh, very confident tone. Right? If you notice, Pasuk Tetvav is where it all changes. Yeah. No, Pasuk, sorry. Um, Yudalid is where it all changes Where the, Miz, yeah. the author okay. of the Mizmor Turns to the people that are listening to the Mizmor mm-hmm. Okay and he says You are blessed to Hashem Who made the heavens and the earth It happens to be that he gave you the ability to affect the earth It doesn't seem like it's uh, It's part You know what I'm saying It doesn't seem like it fits mm-hmm. and like It seems that We said in the beginning that Hashem is in Shamayim. Right. And now we're saying that, that Hashem bless us. And it seems like we're asking, or He's asking for a physical thing. He's asking for physical paracha. So we're saying that Hashemayim, Shamayim, Hashem. Hey, that's, that's, that's your domain. But yeah. Let us, let us have this domain. Let us, like, have baracha on this world. Maybe, maybe the emphasis is on Hashemayim, Shamayim, Ladunai, that Hashem is, runs the heavens, as we said before. And because of that, He's able to give all the beracha on this planet, on this earth, to man. Okay, whatever it is, let's, we have to finish. The dead cannot praise Hashem. And anybody who goes into silence cannot praise Hashem. But we will please praise Hashem. We will bless Hashem from now until forever. Hallelujah. Praise, uh, praise be God. So uh, beautiful, Ms. Moore. And uh, it ends off on a happy note where we say, we will praise Hashem forever. And we will, it, it's a little bit of a tefillah also. Don't let us be like, don't let us die because those who are dead can't praise you. Mm-hmm. We will praise you forever and we will the be Lord kept alive. alive. And it's this confident tone of uh, uh, hope for life at the end. Baruch Adonai Amen v'amen.